Podcast Answer Man, episode number 129. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and of course, today we are going to help you in your quest for the perfect podcast. Of course, we want to say thank you to everybody who is tuning in for the very first time because you have just found me as a result of a Google search for podcasting equipment and consulting. And of course, if you would like information about how I can help you, you can find all kinds of stuff on the website here at podcastanswerman.com. Now, today we're going to cover a couple different things. And we're going to start things off by asking uh, the question of, you know, how do you get music into your podcast? You know, music you hear at the beginning, the, the intro music, where do I find that? And Gordon's going to ask it in this way. Hi, Cliff. This is Gordon from the Entertainment Law Update podcast. Hey, I'm calling to ask you about your music beds that you use. You have some fantastic intros, outros, and bumpers, and I'd like to know where you get them and if you can make any recommendations about music for podcasts. All right. Thanks. Look forward to hearing your answer. All right, Gordon. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of different places you can get audio bumpers. In fact, uh, we have quite a few. You heard the opening intro. We have another podcast we do called Social Media Serenity that we open up with this. And, you know, you can actually find uh, kind of uh, music that's a little bit more funky like this. And then you can find, I mean, basically just about anything you're looking for. In fact, I think I even have uh, this little thing that I put in for the Watermark Community Church podcast. This podcast is a Watermark production. Watermark is a church for people who have given up on church. If you would like to contact us or find more information about Watermark Community Church, please visit our website at watermarkcc.net. Thanks for listening. So anyway, you can see that there are a lot of different choices that you can put together for opening audio clips. And and you can even get even crazier and just find things that aren't really just musical intros, but you can play around with uh, things like this. Welcome to the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast, the show that takes a look at the hottest relationship drama on television. Sit back. All right. So there you go. As a matter of fact, I'm going to save the rest of that. Because uh, I'm going to play, remind me, those of you who are in the chat room, I'd like to play um, that stereo audio clip uh, for Grey's Anatomy when we talk about mono versus uh, stereo recordings. Anyway, so Gordon, your question is, where do you get these audio files from? Well, let me tell you where, first of all, you can get them for free. Now, if anybody out there, if you're getting into podcasting and you're starting out and you have a Mac computer, an, an Apple Macintosh computer, there's a high chance that you'll probably have the GarageBand application that has come with every new Mac for, well, many years now, actually. And inside the Mac software, there are a ton, and I do mean a ton of free audio clips. And in fact, I think if I'm not mistaken, I may have a, a, like an entire folder here labeled on my hard drive. So I'm opening it up now. I'm going over to, let's see, podcast stuff. And then I have it under 
Oh, goodness. I think I would have that under podcast audio clips. And if I'm not mistaken, I have one called From the Mac. So give me one second and I'll find it here. All right, so I found the folder here on my hard drive that has all of the Mac recordings that I brought over from my Mac over to my PC because, of course, I produce all my podcasts on my PC. Now, these pod, or these music files are completely free, and they have some really great ones. And let me go ahead and just demo a couple of these audio uh, music files that you can use in your podcast for free without having to get any kind of permission or paying any royalties. So here's one of them. Okay, I admit, a little cheesy, right? How about this one? All right, so that's that's really not a whole lot of music there, but it's definitely an audio file that you could use. Uh, the, The other thing, did you hear that? And hopefully you're hearing this maybe with some headphones on. Because I want you to hear the 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 music that kind of goes into the left ear and to the right ear, and it, and it's and it kind of gives you that stereo effect. Here's an, here's another one. Now this is um, one that you hear somewhat often on many different podcasts, and uh, this is it right here. And, well, there's chances that you've probably seen a commercial on television that may have even featured this. Or or you may have seen some kind of other podcast using this music. And of course, I remember there was a day when we used to do the Help I Got a Mac show, starting it off every week with this music. So far, I'll tell you, out of all of them, that's my favorite one. Is that moto? It's called motocross. And uh, here's another one. And again, this one's good, if, especially. And and thank you very much, uh, Steve, in the chat room. T- listen to this one with your headphones on, and listen to the stereo separation here. So those are just a sample, and I'm telling you, there are probably at least 60, maybe even 70, 80 different options for you to choose from in GarageBand of tons of free music, and they they break it down. And I, I'm telling you, they they even have like bluegrass and and piano and you know lounge piano and jazz and. I mean, so there is a ton of free music there. Now, the problem that the only the only downside of using the free music from GarageBand is that, well, kind of everybody has it. I mean, it's available. Anybody, anybody can use that music. And because it's on a 
on a Mac and people are a lot of people are using GarageBand uh, if they have a Mac to produce their podcasts. Uh, well, you're going to hear your, your music used in a lot of other places. So uh, that's something to be cautious of. Now, there is somebody in our chat room recently just wrote in here. I'm not sure who it was right now, but they said they've been using musicalley.com. It used to be called, oh goodness, I think it used to be called music.podshow.com, but now it's musicalley.com. That's music, A-L-L-E-Y.com. And you can find all kinds of pod safe music, which means that it's it's music made by independent artists and uh, there's a lot of great stuff out there. Now, there, there are some that are, could be instrumental and they'll be great for using as jingles. Um, and you can even find great songs like this to put into your song for music. Oh, here, let me hit this one. This is one of my favorite songs. Or wait, I don't think this one's actually on the Podsafe Music Network. But anyway, songs like this. Of course, uh, I can play that in the background for a little bit. But th- now this this one is a band that I happen to have contacted directly to get permission to use their music. I had heard their music in another podcast, and I was like, wow, I've got to have this song. Have a listen to this. But I know I can't trust you. Change my name, dye my hair, and start again. Is that what I should All right, and so there, there is just a ton of great music out there, and uh, one of the one of the songs that we play in between our shows a lot is this because we do a lot of talking here at GSPN.TV. We play this a lot. Let's talk, talk, talk until you talked yourself into the ground. Let's walk, walk, walk until you've taken me and dance around this love, love, love. The one you never knew could be found. Let's talk, 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 talk. And if you were concerned, you know, now I will tell you, when you go to musicalley.com, there is a lot of bad music out there. But, you know, depending on what your taste is, some of the music that I've probably played here is is really bad music. And uh, I would agree that some of those jingles I played from the Mac are. Uh, but, I mean, there's a ton of great music like this one here. Um, I, I really, really enjoy this song. And of course, you could, I mean, use something like that to kind of start it off and, and kind of just fade the music out as you open up your show. So that's musicalley.com, and you have to register as a, as a podcaster. And once you're registered, you can download and play your music as much as you want. And, you know, you'll want to read their their policy for what you need to do to kind of um, 
uh, give credit to the artist and, and, uh, you know, tell people where they can find the artist and stuff like that. So, uh, very important things there. And that, that's, so that covers garage band as a place, uh, musicalley.com. There are really a lot of other places. In fact, I would encourage you sometime just to go to Google and type in royalty free music. And you'll find a ton of places out there where you can pay money for music. In fact, one of my favorite places to go is a site called musicbakery.com. Now, it's actually also one of my least favorite places to go on the web because of what happens when I go there. So if I go to musicbakery.com, and let's just say, you know, I was I was sitting here, you know, at a library and I wanted to to browse through something and I went to see how much that song was and I'm sitting here in a library and you hear this. The Music Bakery. The only royalty-free library that competes. Pay for it once. Use it forever. So there you go. Those are just a few of the songs that you can get there. And of course, you guys have heard this one. And of course, that song came from musicbakery.com. Now, these things are not cheap, by the way. Uh, they are instead, they, they run a range of anywhere, I think, from as low as $34 all the way up to, I think you might pay as much as $65, $70 bucks for the song. But here's the deal. You, you get... Um, number one, most podcasters out there are not going to go out and pay that much money for that kind of music for the opening of their show. And so there's a less likely chance that one of your subscribers is going to hear the intro to your podcast on three other podcasts that they subscribe to. And that's never fun. You want to get something that kind of brands you. Now, what's really amazing is that a couple months ago, I got a call from a friend of mine in Alaska. His name is Brad. And he 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 called me up and he had made a recording of a television commercial that it was on for a local uh, like Ford or Chevy dealer in in Alaska. And it was using this music. And the reason why is, of course, that's due to the fact that um, the the company who made the advertisement for the car company went to Music Bakery to buy that. So you're not getting exclusive rights 
to this music. Now, there are other places if you go out there that people will actually write you music for your podcast. I I know that uh, Jeff Smith is somebody that does that, and that's G-E-O-F-F Smith. And it might even be jeffsmith.com. Let me just check. Uh, jeffsmith.com. No, that's not it. Uh, G-O-F-F Smith. Let me just see if I can find him on Google real quick. Uh, thejeffsmith.com. That's his name. That, that's his URL. But anyway, if you go to thejeffsmith.com, uh, I'm positive that he was creating some uh, jingles for people. In fact, here's a jingles tab on his website. I noticed he's actually using the same theme that I'm using. And uh, listen to a, complica- a compilation of Jeff's jingles. So here we go. It's a fine time to have a drink. Maybe with some mates for a date. Sounds good now, don't you think? Duct tape ain't nothing it won't do. Duct tape, you know you love it too. Clear away the clouds out west. You want to really know what's best. With some luck, the sun will shine right through. Don't just talk about it. Stand up, shout it out. Pour some bucket on me. All right, now I get it. I've got to give them some credit for being safe and secure. No problems, they assure. It's Visa, Visa, Visa. Mm-hmm. All right, so there you go. You get a feel for what Jeff Smith can do for you. And uh, matter of fact, you know, I've never actually talked to Jeff Smith. I've only known him through uh, the people that I know that know him. And so, Jeff, there you go. Free plug for your services there. In fact, I should probably contact you for the next couple jingles that I I get instead of going over to Music Bakery. Anyway, very interesting stuff. That There's a lot of places you can go to get music for your podcast. And, you know, if you're if you're a hobbyist, I suggest, you know, what if you and you have a Mac, go ahead and use go ahead and use the the free stuff there from GarageBand. If you're doing this for your business or you're doing this more at the, you know, beyond the hobby level, you know, spend some extra money. Go to Music Bakery. Go to uh, go to uh, Jeff Smith, thejeffsmith.com. Go to some other places where you're going to get a little bit more of a unique feel. Um, you know, as far as using MusicAlley.com for the intro of your of your show, I'm not sure that it's the best choice because you know, at the end of the podcast, you kind of are. You probably should say at the end of every show, hey, we want to say thank you to, you know, such and such artist for the intro to our show. You can find her at blah, blah, blah dot com. You know, and so I don't know if that's the necessarily what you want to do. Again, if it's a hobby podcast, absolutely go for it. Not and not an issue there at all. So. Yeah, that's basically what I wanted to share with you there, Gordon. Hopefully that will help you out, my friend. 
Now, I do want to mention something since we're here. Now, there are many of you out there who have uh, decided to start podcasting and you are interested in creating a website that gives you a greater web presence and builds your brand. And it was interesting. I was dealing with a client just this week and something came up uh, and he was asking, you know, whether or not we could make some improvements to his existing site, which was an HTML static based site. And he was thinking about switching it over to WordPress or having me develop a WordPress site and, and, and why we would, you know, how we would build all that stuff in. And one of the things before we even got started, I noticed that he had a video on his site that when you go to his website, the main page, it automatically started playing a video with audio turned on. And I and it's like it's like one of my greatest pet peeves, and I really thought I was the only one who really felt this way about um, automatically loading audio or audio and video on your website. Now, some people will say, "Well, gosh, Cliff, don't you do that when you're broadcasting live?" Well, yeah, I guess I do. I, I think there's something different that you know when you come to GSPN.TV or PodcastAnswerMan.com. You know, we're live and we're broadcasting. We want to definitely get that out there. However, when one of the things that I was doing just this past week, I was actually, when I had my cameras turned off, which I hardly ever do, but when I did have my cameras turned off, I tried something new this past week, and that was playing previously recorded shows off of ice, off of Ustream, just having it randomly go through. And then all of a sudden I'm thinking, you know, what a hypocrite am I? I mean, sure, okay, I can understand letting it slide uh, when, you know, I'm doing uh, live video. I mean, it, it draws attention to the site and, and, and shows that there's interaction. I mean, I think that if somebody was, uh, you know, somebody did a Google search right now for podcast consulting and they find Podcast Answer Man and then all of a sudden they click on that and they hear me talking uh, and interacting and they see that we've got 39 viewers and 31 people in the chat room and they're interacting with the content that I'm producing. I'm thinking, okay, that's a win-win scenario for anybody who's thinking about hiring a podcast consultant who, you know, might help you be able to engage with an audience, you know, that, uh, so I, I, th I think that I can pull that off. But, you know, what about at two o'clock in the morning when you're browsing my site and I'm upstairs sleeping, nobody's in the chat room, and all of a sudden you load my page and the full-time mom starts going because it automatically loads with audio and video. Not the greatest thing. I don't know what I was thinking. And in fact, I questioned whether or not I was thinking. So I actually went in and I turned that functionality off and I've actually replaced it with something else uh, that, that fits the bill uh, more perfectly. But it, we're not going to go into that except to say that I want to tell you that the very first thing I said to my clients, like, listen, before we do anything, let's just say for a second you decide not to change your static HTML site and you don't bring it all into WordPress or whatever. And, you know, I'm cool with whatever you decide to do. But let me give you one piece of advice that is desperately needed here on your site if you don't make any other changes. And that is turn off the autoplay of the video. You know, let us know that the video is there. Well, number two, it was actually a, a Windows Media video as well. I said, you realize that you're cutting out about 30 to 40% of the browsers to your website uh, because they can't see Windows Media by default. They have to install other pro programs. And I loved it. He's like, you know, well, maybe that's why I'm sitting here on my Mac and I just see a little blank space. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably why. And uh, so, you know, we basically talked about the fact, okay, it's like keep, you know, keep the video on the homepage. I'm totally cool with that. 
Uh, what I would suggest doing is whoever created that video for you, yeah, you upload that to YouTube. Uh, they've got very good, high-quality video playback now. And what we do is we put that on your, we put that in the same size, same place. You don't have to redesign anything. You can just, instead of putting Windows Media there, you embed a YouTube video there. And not only that, but when you do that, you can actually set it to where they actually, it's got a big play button. So when people come to your site, they see that you have a video there that's a commercial for your your business and you click play and boom, it, that that gives them, it puts them in control. And and he's like, he I don't know if he really questioned it or not. And I said, you know, I, I was I was starting to explain to it, you know, that it's a pet peeve, that it really frustrates a lot of people. And I think he may have asked, does it really? And I said, okay, let me demonstrate this one. So I went to Twitter and Facebook and I posted a little note. And uh, let me go ahead and pull this up. As a matter of fact, you can do this and I'm going to encourage you to, if you're in front of a computer, check this out. If you are not in front of a computer, later during the day, go to podcastanswerman.com. Look for the show notes for this episode. Episode number 129, there'll be a link to this. And it's real simple. It's just gspn.tv slash auto load audio. Just no spaces there. It's gspn.tv slash auto load audio. And for the folks that are in the chat room, I put a link to that in here right now, and I would encourage you to check this out. So basically, I, I while the client was on the phone, I put this on my Twitter and Facebook account. I said, please help me help a client by answering this question. How do you feel about sites that automatically play audio when you load them? My phone went bonkers. I mean, I'm telling you, it was unbelievable and when I say my phone I, I have it set up to where any if anybody leaves a comment on my Facebook profile it I, I'm subscribed to it via SMS so every time you leave a comment on my Facebook profile over at facebook.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft it sends me a text message my phone was going crazy in fact I'm looking at it right now as of today there are 44 responses to that and some of those responses, um, I run the other way. Adam says, it makes me jump out of my skin uh, and I, I fall out of my chair in surprise. Uh, when, I get, when I finally calm down, I get irritated. Uh, let's see here. I really dislike them. I immediately close the window and never return to the site. I really hate that. Uh, let's see here. So frustrating. I, I get its purpose but at least give me some option to turn it off if it's going to be done. Um, doo, doo, doo. I'm trying to find some of the other ones, but uh, there's some really great ones. Like um, I'd rather pluck my eyes out. Uh, and, you know, somebody says automatic control F4, which I guess is closing that tab. Um, I hate them with all of my guts. Now, this is coming from a Catholic priest. Father Roderick says, I hate them with all of my guts. And I'm with him. And you know why I'm with him? Because I'm a podcaster as well. And there's nothing worse than you're sitting there, you've got a podcast going on, and and your co-host is talking about something, and all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I know the answer to that. I just saw it on this website, um, and I heard about this website. I'm going to check it out real quick. And your co-host, your co-host is talking, and the next thing you know, in the middle of your co-host, co-host talk. Oh, come on, what's this? The music bakery. 
the only royalty-free library that competes. You don't want that. You don't want that to happen when you're recording a podcast. So, yeah, not a huge fan of that. If you want to see the response, like I said, so far there have been 44 responses on Facebook, and I didn't actually count the responses on Twitter, but I've listed four pages, four pages of responses that I got on Twitter. And, uh, oh, here's one. They make me want to stick a pen in my ear. Uh, that was from Chris Bergman. So check that out. Go to gspn.tv slash autoload audio, all one word. And uh, if you're not yet convinced and you have auto loading of audio on your website, turn it off. Turn it off, please. Uh, because you're just frustrating the people that come to your site and chances are they'll never come again. Um, so yeah. Thank you, Twitter. Thank you, Facebook for for doing that and of course i i definitely touched the nerve with a lot of people all right now next up we have some feedback from uh joe and he i think he just wanted to say something about the podcast answer man okay cliff this is funny uh i'm running i just finished my run in the middle of the afternoon here in north carolina it's 90 something degrees with probably the same amount of humidity and I'm at that point where, you know, my mind is saying, stop, this is just too much. I'm listening to your podcast, episode number 117, your interview and the guy from Geek Radio. And you talked about the different genre of shows that could come on there. And you mentioned, or he mentioned a gardening show. And suddenly you say, uh, hey, gardening show. I know a guy, Joe, if you're listening. And I just got chills. It was the funniest thing because it was that boost to hear that little that little vote of confidence while I needed it in the middle of that awful run. And so now I'm using technology that I also heard on probably episode 115 or, or maybe earlier when you talked about the recording app on iPhone that came with the new update and how you can just uh, email that to you. So what I'm going to do at the end of this message is email it to you and take advantage of something else I learned from you. So, you know, there's never a dull moment and a testament to my choosing to do a grueling run in the middle afternoon listening to podcast answer man i'd say is a pretty strong testament to the value that you deliver and i just want to thank you and uh, appreciate all you're doing thanks cliff all right joe thank you so much man and i am so glad to hear you out there running and pursuing a balanced life and if you haven't heard already joe which i'm pretty sure you probably heard in the last episode uh but anyway the biggest loser fan podcast even if you don't write the uh watch the show i'd encourage you to check it out it is it is awesome i well okay look at me talking about how awesome my own show is it's awesome for me it's a, it's an opportunity it's an awesome opportunity for me as a podcaster because i'm podcasting with one of my favorite podcasters in the world which is father roderick von hogan uh from the netherlands uh and you know it it, it was like a it's a dream come true but i talked all about that last week so we won't go any further anyway so yeah Thank you very much for your audio feedback, and uh, you know it, 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 it's humbling to know that people find so much value in what I produce, and, and I'm, I'm glad that it's helping people out there. So, And by the way, thanks for the audio feedback via your iPhone application. All right, moving along, we have Dave who sent in some audio feedback about mono recording of podcasts, and here's what Dave had to say. Hey there, Mr. Podcast Answer Man. This is Dave here from Jackson, Michigan. I was just listening to your last episode about audio levels, and one of your listeners had a question about quiet audio, and it got me thinking, um, back a while ago when I was doing podcasting, I 
it, when it was first getting going, you know, everybody was confused about bit rates and the best best quality to broadcast them in. And sounds like you have got quite a thing going on here because your podcasts are always an amazing quality. But back in the day when we were experimenting with a bunch of stuff, um, sometimes in encoding of MP3s, you can either use a mono MP3, which means one channel, or a stereo MP3, which would be both right and left channels. And usually in podcasting, it's they use what's called a joint stereo, so it's the same thing on the right and the left. Um, but some people don't do that, and they use a mono podcast. And the problem with that is sometimes some of the MP3 players out there do not play mono um, audio recordings. Some of the... Um, lower-end mp3 players or some of the original ones that are out there like the iRivers and some of those don't play mono recordings um, most mp3 players nowadays including the iPod and iPhone uh, do play mono and stereo and almost everything else <laughs> but uh, it, that may be the problem that they're recording their shows in a mono uh, thing and they're not coming through correctly in the mp3 player your listener was using just a idea I had, and I wanted to record it on this nifty little app and email it to you on my phone here. Very cool. Thanks for the tip about that, too. I'm going to email you every day now because <laughs> it's so easy. <laughs> Do it, my friend. Of course, you say that, and I haven't heard from you since. Send me some more feedback, Dave, for the Podcast Answer Man show and for any of our other shows. By the way, if you guys want to leave audio feedback, your questions... Uh, your comments for this show or any of the 23 podcasts that I produce that you can find at gspn.tv slash shows, I would encourage you to do so. The phone number, it's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The phone number is area code 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. If you do have an iPhone uh, or an iPod Touch with a microphone, you could use your voice memo uh, recording application and there's a little button once you're finished recording you can click on share and a little email too will pull up you click on the email and the email address is feedback at gspn.tv again that's uh, feedback at gspn.tv now first of all I didn't know this about the older mp3 players that some of them uh, did not um, did not actually play the mono recordings. I did some searching on Google and this is what I found. Uh, here are some notes, uh, some sporadic forum posts here and there kind of uh, talked about some of the issues of why it wouldn't play and re and reported that it's because it was a uh, mono file. So it is confirmed that some people were doing some forum, uh, support forum posts uh, a while back. Uh, most of the posts that I did find were about three years old. So that, that fits in within the time frame of what you were talking about back in the d early days of podcasting when we were all trying to figure out how this all stuff, you know, what was the best thing to do. Uh, most of the posts that I found were, oh, I already read that one. Most of the posts had to do with people trying to play their podcast on their mobile phones from three years ago. Um, now, of course... I think it was like the Razors and some of the other phones. They just couldn't handle a, a mono recording. And uh, I just want to say that, you know, from my research, I think that mono recordings are a safe format choice for today's podcaster. You know, if you ever put a mono recording out and you get some listeners who say, you know, is there something wrong? It won't play. 
you know, ask them about what player they're using and see if you can figure out what's going on. But I think uh, most of the time it's going to be just fine. Uh, though there are a lot of legacy MP3 players out there. There are still a lot of iRivers. There are people out there looking for iRivers because that was the first MP3 player slash recorder that they ever had, and they want to make sure that they get the same one because they've loved it for so many years, and they're just replacing an old one. So th these things live on, and so you know, I'm a huge fan of stereo anyway. Uh, again, put your headphones on, and I want you to listen to, to this little intro here. Welcome to the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast, the show that takes a look at the hottest relationship drama on television. Sit back and enjoy the ride. All right, and then also listen to this. Yes. Colonel Locke, is this line secure? Line secure, go ahead. Hey, Cliff, Stephanie, Toy. This is Michelle from Texas. This is Kim from Indiana. Josh from California. Jennifer from Florida. Sam in Tucson. Kimberly from California. Paul in Memphis, Tennessee. Listener feedback. Target area is acquired. We are a go. Roger that. And, of course, there are little stingers like this you can find on the web. All right, and, and that little thing there doesn't sound as good in, in, a, in a mono format. And so I don't think that it, it really takes up a whole lot more space to do a good quality recording. And, of course, you know... I record I, re, I release every single podcast episode that I produce at 128 kilobits per second. Well, not every single one. There there are some that I release re, release at a smaller bit rate, but um they're usually something like the the sermons that are all all text or not text, but all audio, spoken audio. There's no music at all. Uh and those I'll sometimes put out at 64 kilobits per second. But with that being said, I, I really like the sound of stereo, and I prefer doing it that way anyway. Uh, the Ramen Noodles in the chat room says, but would you really want to double your file size, double your download time, half, uh, half let's see, half what your subscribers can fit on their players uh, just to save stereo sound effects that are a tiny part of your episode? Absolutely. The answer to that question is unequivocally yes. I would prefer to double the size of my file, double the download time, and as far as half what your subscribers can fit on their players. Uh, that one I don't know if I really buy into. The longest show that I usually produce is about an hour, and that's a 60 megabyte file. And so um, I, I really believe that if if you're really into the content that I'm producing, that that you probably have a player that would, you know, at 60 megabytes, you can put probably 15 of my episodes on your player and still fit room for other ones. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and and again, that's that's the longer one. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm really big into the audio. I, I mean, the 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 separation of of the audio is a huge, big deal for me. And, um, you know, the, the audio clips that I have for the front and the beginning and, and all that stuff. Uh, but for many of you, it may not be. Now, the fact is, is that down in Australia, there are people who have bandwidth lim limitations and, and stuff like that. And, uh, well, even those folks. I mean, actually, Australia is, is, very, is a very large portion of my audience. 
And uh, it's been years since I've ever had anybody can send me any kind of feedback regarding the size of my files. And that's back in the day when I was using Audacity and I was releasing my podcast episodes at 192 kilobits per second. But uh, yeah, I, I, I don't mind the double the file size personally. And, uh, you know, 47,000 subscribers to our various content, they haven't complained. And, um, you know, and if, and if, by the way, if, if my files are too big for you, let me know. Do you have feedback? What are your thoughts on this? I'd love to hear from you. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, who knows? Maybe other people can benefit kind of from a, a different perspective on this. But again, I've been doing this, uh, I'm going on four years in, De- on December, in December, and uh, so far, not a single, not a single issue uh, since I've reduced it from 192 to 128. Not one person has said, ah, that's, uh, that's, that's a little much. You know, your files are too big and they're too slow. And as far as slow, slow, double the load t- or download time, um, you know, I'm on Lipson, So those files are delivering pretty darn quickly. Uh, and in fact, I find that you know, it's usually the end user, like my DSL sometimes will go a little slower than my cable access. I've got both DSL and cable modem here in the studio. So I think it's more dependent upon my, my DSL speeds, but uh, most of my shows will download within about two minutes. Anyway, I uh, just want to say thank you to everybody subscribing to the podcast. I hope that you're enjoying the podcast answer, man. I would say a couple different things. Number one, if you are enjoying this show, this is what I do full time. This is my career. I make a living producing podcasts and also selling equipment to podcasters and consulting with podcasters. Um, If you are not in need of audio equipment or uh, podcast consulting services, but you still want to help support this content, please please consider becoming a gspn.tv plus member. Head over to gspn.tv slash plus. There's information about it and you'll get access to this. In fact, I would encourage you to check out some of the other shows that I do. Business Tech Weekly. In fact, if you have never heard of Tungle, seriously, if you've never heard of Tungle, T-U-N-G-L-E dot com, I encourage you to check it out. And if you want to hear the interview that I did with this uh, with a co-host of mine, Andy Traub and I, for Business Tech Weekly, we just interviewed Mark, the CEO of Tungle, and uh, we shared our responses to this service and how it is saving us lots of time and helping us earn a lot more money in our consulting business. Uh, and of course, if you use a calendar, then you want to check out Tungle. Uh, and also, you want to check out businesstechweekly.com and look for episode number five. Uh, let's see here. Anything else? Biggestloserpodcast.com. Uh, I think that'll take care of it. Anyway, there's all kinds of more information about services, products, everything else you can get over at podcastanswerman.com. Thank you all for listening, and I hope to hear from you soon. Until next time, everybody, join the community. Join the community.